You know the type, meetings with investors in New York on Monday, then a first-class flight for a factory visit in Tokyo on Wednesday, and then back to Paris on Friday? Masters of the universe. A somewhat braggadocious way of living. But hey, all that travel was good for global business, and it kept the international wheels of commerce going. Pretty soon, you didn't have to be a big corporate CEO to do business that way. Everybody was traveling, and there was more commerce, more trade, and more jobs. 2019 had the highest level of cross-border business trips and travel on record. Then came the news that all the flights from China to the U.S. were canceled, and soon thereafter, all the flights from Europe to the U.S. were canceled. So, what comes next? In this edition of FinTech Friday, the future of travel, loyalty, and cross-border commerce. Hey, I'm Silvio Tavares here in San Francisco on March 27th, and this is FinTech Friday. It's great to be with you. Today, we'll look at the impact of reduced travel to the payments, credit card, and loyalty industries. We'll tell you what it all means for your business and how you can navigate the maze of destruction left behind by the coronavirus. And to help us make sense of it all, we have Lars Holmesquist, an executive vice president from the Collinson Group, the billion-dollar company that powers well-known global travel brands, including Priority Pass, the global airline lounge network. That interview is coming up in just a few minutes, and you won't want to miss it. But first, let's take a closer look at what happened this week. The travel industry is a big deal for the fintech and credit card industries worldwide. And that's because airlines and hotels are one of the biggest drivers of credit card spend. And the news is not good. On Monday, it became clear that the major U.S. airlines were even considering a complete voluntary shutdown of domestic flights in the U.S. The Transportation Security Administration reported that passenger flow at its checkpoints was down more than 80% from the same week a year earlier. And it's not just travel to and from the United States. This week I was actually speaking to the CEO of one of the largest cross-border commerce apps for Chinese travelers that visit Japan. He told me bookings were down 90% for visitors to Japan from China. Just to give you a sense of how big that is, Chinese travelers make up about 50% of the visitors to Japan annually. So the dramatic fall in Chinese visitors may have an even bigger impact to Japan than the postponement of their 2020 Olympics. So the impact of COVID-19 on travel is quite significant to our industries. And in fact, that impact happens in two different ways. The first impact is that credit card spending slows down. Airline travel has long been a key driver of card spending. It's not that well known, but the very first credit card rewards program was actually launched in 1984 by Diner's Card, now a division of Discover. So back in the 1980s, Diner Card's executives figured out that the biggest spenders on their credit cards were business travelers. But the big light bulb came on when diners realized that if they offered 
airline miles to the cardholders as a reward for spending more, then the fat cats in suits would in fact spend much more on their cards. And it worked like a charm. Pretty soon, all the major credit card issuers, including American Express, Citi, and Chase, were offering credit cards that also earned airline miles for their holders. So it's pretty logical that when airline travel stops, it has a big impact on credit cards. As evidence, Visa, the largest U.S. credit card payment network, just lowered its 2020 revenue guidance, citing, and I'm quoting here, a sharp slowdown of our, of our cross-border business for travel spending. What this trend means for your business is that banks and payment networks will be looking to replace all that lost revenue from reduced spending and reduced credit card fees. New technologies like card-linked offers and PFM that help banks and payment networks replace those fees will become even more prevalent this year. The other big impact from slowing airline travel is in e-commerce. Now, at first glance, e-commerce merchants have actually benefited from the coronavirus outbreak as consumers shift more of their spending away from in-store and to online instead. Many e-commerce merchants are growing by as much as 50%. But if we look more closely at the developments this week, you realize that all is not well for e-commerce merchants. These companies rely on airplanes to deliver their goods from far-flung warehouses to consumers. But because those goods are often transported in the bellies of passenger airlines, the cost for air freight have increased by over 101% in this past week. That's double if you're counting. The airlines have to charge more for the packages because they can no longer rely on the fare subsidies from passengers sitting in seats. That, my friends, is going to take a big dent out of corporate profits for e-commerce merchants. Now, what this means for you is that if, you're a, if you are a merchant, is that the increase in your online sales is going to be offset by increasing costs to deliver those sales. Yeah, but that's a good problem to have. Things could be a lot worse. I mean, you could be an airline after all. But I digress. So lots of moving parts here, and to make sense of it all is Lars Holmquist, Executive Vice President at Collinson Group. He joined Collinson in early 2016 and has deep loyalty experience working in the travel, loyalty, and payment industries, holding senior executive positions previously at MasterCard, American Express, and Cartera Commerce, among others. Hi, Lars. How are you? I'm well, Silvio. How are you? Good morning. Uh, good morning. And uh, I'm talking to you today from San Francisco. We're actually in the third week of shelter in place. Collinson Group is headquartered in London, but you're based in Boston. What is the COVID-19 situation in Boston right now? Well, not unlike other areas, we are in a statewide stay-at-home advisory. That means that all offices, schools, and most retail locations are closed. So I take it there are no pizza 
pizza slices and ice cream at Faneuil Hall. It's basically all shut down there in Boston. <laughs> no, it's it's quite quiet. For the most part, people are making the uh, appropriate adjustments, but that's, that's right. On the streets, it's quite empty. It's good. So some of our listeners might not have heard of the Collinson Group, but it's a billion dollar plus company. And you've got some amazing brands like Priority Pass. Like in a minute or less, can you tell me what you guys do over there? Sure. Thanks, Silvio. Uh, yeah, we're a global loyalty and benefits company. In general, we serve our clients uh, with our products and services in a way that help them connect more meaningfully to their customers. In particular, we serve a couple of industry sectors that are relevant for our conversation. One is the travel industry, and the other is the financial services industry, in particular, uh, the payments portion of that industry. We at Collinson are fortunate to work with a lot of the major global brands in these industries with the payment card networks globally, many large banks, and nearly half of the world's top 25 airlines and hotels. So, Well, so you work with half of the world's top airlines. And so let's cut right to the chase. It sounds pretty dire in terms of what's happening in the industry right now. What are you hearing from your partners in Europe and Asia and North America? Is it as bad as what we're hearing on the outside? Or are there maybe some differences in each one of those regions? The travel sector in particular has been heavily impacted, as you uh, mentioned. The challenge now is to how do we turn our attention to finding ways to support that industry? I mean, it's a critical industry globally. Our attentions have shifted in that direction. And uh, you alluded to regional differences, and there are regional differences. And one I can give you an example of uh, recently, and that is at Collinson, we have now reopened our office in China after having uh, been closed for a couple of months in response to the COVID-19. You know, there are perhaps some small signs that certain regions are starting to think about emerging from the crisis and uh, getting things on track. And in China, have the airports opened up again? Are people able to fly where they want to domestically in, in China and, and use some of your uh, lounges that participate in Priority Pass? Yes, that's true. Um, in fact, some of the lounges that had previously been closed have also reopened, notably in Hong Kong, a couple of other areas. So while, uh, again, these are relatively small movements in the grand scheme of things globally, it does indicate that things do start to return to normal on the other side of this. That's great news. Now, one of the things I'd like to get your opinion on is what happens next. Um, you've been in this industry for a number of years. Uh, you're around during 9-11. Um, you've worked with other big payment networks uh, at MasterCard and American Express previously. So my question is, what do you think happens next? Are we going to get back to normal? If so, when? What, what's your view? You know, it's interesting. We can draw some experience from prior downturns. For people that have worked in the loyalty industry, one of the things that often happens in a downturn is that you do see actually an increase in redemption volume. We have uh, at Collinson uh, seen evidence of that in Australia and some Asian markets where redemption volume has in fact increased. And this is uh, naturally a response, a consumer response, wanting to uh, get the best possible deals, utilize stored currency that is uh, sitting in loyalty programs. That's one sign that with a loyalty lens, we can look at as an indicator that consumers are still interested in shopping and in finding good value. So loyalty programs play an important role uh, in helping consumers during a downturn. But that's fascinating. I mean, everyone knows in a downturn, cash is king. And if I understand what you're saying, consumers are conserving cash and instead 
instead using their loyalty points that they've accumulated to buy goods and services. And in a downturn, they start using those points more than what you've seen in the historical trend. Is that what's happening? Yes, that's true. And that has happened in past downturns. And again, early evidence, certainly in Asia, indicates that that's also true. We might be feeling the same effect in the US and Europe a little bit later. And so if you're a loyalty points bank or a credit card issuer with a lot of loyalty points, this is the time when you should be reaching out to your consumers and saying, hey, you built up these great points. You should go ahead and use them. Is Are you seeing some card issuers and banks doing that right now? Well, I think that's one possible strategy and a good one. I think another strategy that is showing some promise, and this moves us a little bit closer into the card linking space, certain offer types are particularly relevant right now. Those offers that help make life at home a little bit easier, things like food delivery, technologies that support your working from home environment, and perhaps streaming services that help you stay entertained and active. These kinds of offers are super relevant right now. One of the things that we've started to do, and I think others have done uh, similarly, is to emphasize those areas. So I can give you a couple of examples. We work with Virgin Atlantic and we put on our Earn Mall, a stay-at-home category with special banners and motions that direct people toward those types of offers. We've done the same here domestically with Wyndham Hotels that we work with, creating a home essentials category that emphasize these types of offers that are super relevant right now. So those are a couple of examples of how you can take your existing products and services and pivot them to the situation that we all find ourselves in at the moment. Right, right. Absolutely. Uh, So a lot of personalization, adaptation going on with many of these loyalty programs. Thank you for sharing your insights on this FinTech Friday podcast. Take care of yourself and and stay safe. And remember, wash your hands 38 times a day. I think that's the the, uh, recommended level. Thank you, Silvio. Uh, All the best to you and stay safe, everyone. Thank you, Lars. That's Lars Holmquist, Executive Vice President of Collinson Group, talking to you today from Boston. Thanks for tuning in to FinTech Friday. Talk to you next week. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. This is Silvio Tavares signing off.